0: And uh, Cooper Rush is uh, going to be the guy. Let's see. Get hyped, Cowboys fans. You'll be riding with Cooper Rush the rest of the season. How that feel? Does it feel good? Is that going to be the cold open?
1: Welcome back
2: to another episode of FL, FFFL Podcast, Episode 6. It is your host, Matthew Honeycutt, also with our co-hosts, both of them, John Lassie and William
3: Myers. What's going on, guys? How are we doing? It's good to be back on the pod. Thanks for uh, letting me take an early bye week last week. Hiatus. Hiatus. Yes. But I'm back. And, you know, even in the ups and downs of fantasy football, it's still the best thing ever, so I'm enjoying it. That's true. Will?
0: Yeah, team's 4-1. Doesn't get much better than that. So, another good week. Players did great. We had some exciting matchups in our league this week. We had a Mm -hmm. team win by .1 points. .1, you heard it, folks. On Monday night, if I'm not mistaken, right? It was Monday night, so it was literally came down to the wire, and it was awesome to see. It was really fun. So, yeah, huge win for uh, Gangsters Paradise. Tough luck to the Joes this week in our league. But yeah, it was really really fun. Good week of fantasy football.
2: That is so it true. Was I mean that was a crazy game.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. She well.
2: stormed, stormed back. The Raiders kind of had it the whole first half. Mhm. And then a guy I don't know about y'all but I've been so surprised by Josh Jacobs.
0: Yeah, he's been playing really really well. You know, I guess maybe it maybe was his rookie year he was pretty good. Uh both, you know, as a football player from a fantasy perspective and then kind of tapered off for a couple of years or maybe just one year, but either way, he's he seems to be back to what he was like year 1 of his career when he was Pretty good. He's a pretty good player, and he seems to be doing exactly that again for the Raiders, which is great to see.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's top four or he's ranked fourth overall. Yeah. Insane. He just, that was not a name. He, I wasn't very, myself, I wasn't very high on him this year, and Mm. he has surprised me big time.
3: Yeah, same. All right. Well, let's hop into. He's pretty young, too. So if you talk about, you know, dynasty value, if we were a dynasty league he'd have some value there because he's young. I think he's only uh, – he's, he's not much older than Najee yeah. Harris. 25,
0: 26? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you know, something like that.
2: Crazy.
3: If we were a dynasty league, you know, dynasty yes. league. a We'd be a dynasty league.
0: That's a good, that's a good point there, Lassie. I, I think it bears repeating, so please repeat what you said because I think this is important.
3: We should do a dynasty league, and maybe Will, you should do explain it real quick on the front end of the podcast in case people don't listen to the end when you give given true. Your That's in the patch That's
0: a good point. After and then in the, the minutes, middle, in the middle of the power, power rankings, guys.
3: in the middle of the power rankings, you should also talk about dynasty. So that yeah, so sure dynasty league
0: would allow us to trade draft picks and keep our teams from year to year, but then trade picks or whatever in exchange for players. So if you have a really bad team you can trade away your good players and hoard picks for the following year or whatever, or you could trade for injured players. So, like, for example, Javante Williams, people think he's a pretty good player. If you're last in the league, and you're like, I need to do better next year. Let's trade for Javante Williams. So it'd be it make for a very, very exciting and a it gives you way more options. And you're kind of operating like an actual general manager, which is all, all we're trying to do here, right? We're all trying to just be general managers. And then, boom, you can do it in the Dynasty League.
2: Exactly, I mean, exactly right. Dynasty league for the win. All right, well let's get let's get to some takeaways from last week, week five for fantasy football. And John, do you want to kick us off?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, so I wanted to talk about, as we know, these two tight ends, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, are just. In another complete, league, <laughs> completely dominating. It's not even like it's not even funny. Kelsey is is well ahead of Andrews by like twenty points, and Andrews is ahead of the next guy by thirty points or more. It's it's just insane. Um, Kelsey has one hundred twelve point eight, and and this is in our league where we give a little bit of a bonus for you know higher receiving yardages and stuff. But Kelsey has one hundred twelve point eight. Andrews has ninety two point two, and that's good enough if they had those points and were ranked in other positions they'd be qb5 and qb11 running back three and running back eight they'd both be top 10 running backs and they'd both be top six wide receivers running back or wide receiver four and six wow it's just insane the next four tight ends who are all like consistent good tight ends the guys that you're starting you know kind of you're not thinking about you're they're they're and locked in the they They're set it and role. forget it tight ends. Right. That's what I'm Despite trying to say. It Thank being... you. Set it and forget it. Yeah. Are in the 66 to 62 points total Hawkinson, Ertz, Godert, and Higby. And they're 30 and 50 points below Kelsey and Andrews over five games, which is 10 more points a game for Travis Kelsey. Like, yeah. that is that's a ton. absurd. Insane.
0: We talked about this a little bit last year. Is Kelsey worth like. The number one overall pick. This year, I I think, I mean, he's running back three. Like, Honeycutt, think yeah. about the place you would be in if you didn't draft Jonathan Taylor and if you drafted uh Travis Kelsey.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: that's insane. And like me, I was the third overall pick. I drafted Christian McCaffrey. He's currently running back five. Travis Kelsey is outperforming Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. insane. I mean, I think I
2: probably would have picked Cup. I regret it. I wish I would have picked Cup.
0: So I probably would have gone Cut before Kelsey, but... Okay, fair enough. Some loser would have picked Jonathan Taylor, you know, <laughs> yes. like in the top five. And then, you know, the, the argument yeah. still stands.
2: Yeah. So. Crazy. Well, and I was going to say this about Kelsey. <clears throat> so that performance he had on Monday night, he had four TDs and he only had 27
3: yards. Is that what we saw? I think, right. that's 20, that's right. I think that's right. I'll verify that. That is 25, but same, I mean, same thing.
2: And so um, the next player on the list that has four TDs. 25. 25 yards. The next player that has scored four TDs in the same game, the lowest number of yards they've had is 98. It is insane. He had four TDs and only 25
3: yards. <laughs> and how many receptions did he have?
0: He had seven receptions. Seven, seven receptions? Yeah. On eight targets. That's 3.6 <laughs> yards of reception.
1: Oh and
2: he scored gosh. four TDs. Insane. those points right there. Just crazy. Anyways. That sorry, is Lassie.
3: crazy. No, it's okay. That's They're both just incredible. And if you don't have one of those guys, and if you, for sure if you don't have one of those guys, Hawkinson, Ertz, Godert, or Higby, you're pretty much toast um, on tight end and, and just hoping for a touchdown to stay relevant and get, you know, maybe 10 points or so. Um and unless you're Gerald Everett, then you you're like David, the best in the league. Elite.
2: David, uh, David the, uh, Njoku is good. Yeah, well, I
3: mean Everett is like tied in zero. I mean, he's he should be. He's, he's not. you can't even mention Everett and Kelsey and Andrews in the same sentence cuz no, there. yeah. So. Um and then speaking of other elite players, so this year uh in the last like the quarterbacks 1 through 4 compared to quarterbacks 5 through 12. So you're comparing all starting quarterbacks or, or quarterbacks who should be starting in the league for the last six years. There has never been as big of a gap between 1 through 4 average points per game and, and 5 through 12. This year, the 1 through 4 are averaging 26.4 points per game and 5 through 12 are 18.5 points per game. Normally, that difference is not 8 points. It's normally mm-hmm. 2 to 3 to max i think the biggest besides this year has been three points three?
1: yeah yeah
3: and it's eight right now it is just insane how good these top four quarterbacks are are and how they're just running away with it now can they sustain that for the whole season who knows because you have guys like geno smith who one of our podcast hosts is in love with and is just he's so, so incredible nipping and at the heels of so, the top four man you know? he's nipping and And who's nipping at his heels? Drew Locke, apparently. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's that's the stupidest thing. That's (laughs) the stupidest thing. (laughs) Anyway, it's just crazy. But, again, this goes
2: back to our conversation about the draft philosophy that me and you both were under is taking that quarterback late and trying to get that mid-round tier, and that has just been an awful strategy this year. just has not panned out.
0: Yeah, I mean, like Run DMC grabbed Russell Wilson, which – at I mean, everybody thought, oh, he's going to be a top six guy at worst or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a huge disadvantage. And the rest of his team is really good. So he's not really high up on the waiver wire. So he's still stuck with Russell Wilson. There's not a whole lot of options for him at this point. So it's a huge disadvantage. Now, the rest Mm -hmm. of his team is so good, he could definitely make up for that. And Wilson, he could go off. But still, like, you're starting out. Eight to ten points lower than someone yeah. with, you know, Lamar are you or Josh to, Allen or whatever.
2: Are you trying to trade him, Gino? Is he that, uh,
0: look. He has not reached out. Okay. I mean,
2: I thought that's what you were alluding to with that. But. No,
0: no, I wasn't. Now I've offered Deshaun Watson. Oh, for yeah. for the Here. playoffs, but he was like, mm.
2: yeah, as he should be, <laughs> as he should be. We're not having that conversation. Again. <clears throat> Uh, anyways, that's that's insane. That you can have
3: Gino
0: if you want, Bryce, but it'll come at a cost because Gino is greater than all.
3: <laughs> we have it in recording and in text. Oh yeah! Oh
0: my gosh, Gino is. I'm, awesome. a, I'm a believer. I love all the Seahawks <laughs> offensive players. That's not true. I love three of the Seahawks offensive players. Let's just talk,
3: two. Let me. Just
2: two weeks ago, he was talking about how both of it those guys weren't playing good,
3: which yeah. they
0: but, two weeks ago, no, Locke was playing well two weeks ago.
3: Listen, here's my question about Gino. Okay, how come all of a sudden he's so good this year? He was Russell's, Russ's backup for a long time in the same system. I mean, like you can't be like, oh, he's in a new system, new whatever. Like he was not good filling in for Russ last year. He hasn't beaten Russ in the last however long Russell was at Seattle, and he was the Reps, backup. Man. He's, Reps.
2: I mean, he is a vet, and he's been in a lot of. uh underneath a lot of good quarterbacks
0: wherever he's i gone. just
3: am like why all of a sudden is he the, i mean like he didn't even show flashes of even like flashes of it last year when he set, was filled in for russ for those you know however long russ was out six weeks or whatever i mean it just it just is crazy to me that all of a sudden he's turned it on got a chip on his shoulder i guess he said did you he hear y'all hear, heard what he said after I think after the he they beat the Broncos. No. He said uh he was like everyone wrote me off but I didn't write back.
2: Yes, that
0: was good. Good. <laughs> LOL Gina, that's why you're greater than all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well uh John, thanks for your takeaways. Will, what about you? What were your takeaways for week 5?
0: I just I mean the uh the emergence of some of these young running backs specifically Brees mm-hmm. Hall and Damian Pierce has been they've been really good, both of them. Um, and then not only that, you had some big weeks by some running backs who are a little bit more established. You have been playing like doo-doo recently, (laughs) specifically Alvin Kamara and Dalvin cook. They had some good weeks. Uh, and you know, not to the same extent, but Jeff Wilson jr. Also had a monster week as did Tevin Coleman with San Francisco. So, uh, without Elijah Mitchell. So just interesting there, but yeah. Uh, Hopefully, we're seeing some of these running backs kind of round into form, start to perform like we might expect them to, uh, specifically like Cook and Kamara, because they've been a, a huge disappointment with injury or whatever, but hopefully they can kind of step up. But Damien Pierce and Brees Hall have been pretty, pretty good. Um, Damon Pierce specifically has been oh, yeah. very good the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's been uh, good to see.
2: Yep. And it stunk that Cook, Decided to show up on the week that I play him. It just was. You scored not, ninety
0: points, dude.
2: I know, but still, it's not
0: it's not Dalvin Cook's fault you lost. You scored ninety, <laughs> 90 points. No, I partially. Honeycutt
3: had some. Un- he had some. You had some unlucky things happen there I with uh, did. Naheem Hines going out after the first series, and yeah, yes. But it you guys sad. both, you both still. Counted out the flexes and my guys stood strong and heard me talk at halftime to them and they came back and they won. So it was good. Yes. Okay. Proud of my team. Proud of my team.
2: Well, my takeaways, um, again, we're going to do a player comparison here. I want y'all to give me a guess. So we have two running backs here. We have uh, player, a running back, a has 490 rush yards, three TDs, 17 receptions, has 98.9 points. And player B has 327 rush yards, two TDs, 26 receptions, and 97.2 points. Who are these running backs?
3: Any guesses? Mm, Are they on the same team? They are not on the same team. Is one of them
2: Najee Harris? Oh, no. No, way too much. Way too. Yeah,
0: hard. he scored way low. Way your points in that. Yes, is one of them. Uh, one of the guys I just talked about, Damian Pierce or Brees Hall.
2: It is not. That's a good okay. guess, but.
0: Uh, then I then I don't know.
2: Okay, so player A, we've already talked about this guy, is Josh Jacobs. Okay. So, so look at his stuff, and then the next player, is CMC.
1: Which is just crazy wow. to
2: me to think that yeah. Josh Jacobs is really he's outperforming probably the
3: number two overall pick for most leagues. I would say he just had to get rid of Kenyon Drake and then he could shine. You know,
2: <laughs> I guess I guess that is it. <laughs> but I mean, Josh Jacobs is just killing it, and I've watched some of his games, and he just looks like he's hitting the holes so hard. He just looks like a different runner to me, and so we'll see if it continues for Raider Nation because they need some help.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping with with getting rid of that bum Matt Rule that the uh, the Panthers can look a little bit better on offense because they've looked pretty terrible. Now McCaffrey hasn't been impacted very much; like he's still been pretty good, but mm-hmm. they have just looked. The whole offense has looked anemic. They've been terrible. well,
2: and it, they're going to have a quarterback change coming soon because Baker yeah. has not been doing good.
0: Yeah, agree.
2: Got to.
3: Yeah, if you're trying to get some response out of me for calling Matt Rule a bum, you won't because I agree he's a bum. Oh, you better than he left? I just. Yes, yeah, he's been better. Yes, <laughs> I'm bitter. But I actually would much rather have Dave Randa, honestly. I like Dave Randa a lot better for Baylor. So,
2: Okay, my next takeaway. <laughs> Y'all will probably understand what this is. But what is one player in our league who has one catch and he is in a receiving role but has scored 59 points? With one
3: catch. Yeah, I know who this is.
0: He's in a receiving role as in he's a wide receiver?
3: Uh He's a pass catcher. He's a pass catcher. Yes. It's Taysom Hill. Correct. Yeah. Okay,
2: so here's my question. Are they going to change his designation? He's had one catch. How in the world is he a tight end?
3: I don't. I just don't. We were texting about this earlier, honey. Guy, I just don't see ESPN doing that in the middle of the season. Didn't they do that well, before? They, the they did it in the middle yeah. of the
0: season. Whenever he switched to uh, the starting quarterback, the starting quarterback of the Saints, a couple of years ago, when no, he they left him down. as
3: no, they left him as tight end they, for
0: one week, and then they switched him. Oh, they switched. He him was yeah. he, he was uh-huh. the tight end. He was the quarterback for like three or four weeks, and the first week, I think my brother had him. And he
3: played him as a tight end, and it was no, like, I okay. played him as a, yeah, yeah yeah yeah, no I, I played him in different league as a tight end, but and I then, thought he stayed as tight end, he didn't stay as tight no, end he had they switched he had him.
2: multiple yeah he had multiple designations different positions he could be. I just don't see how he can be a tight end. he's caught one pass i i I feel like if anything he's gonna needs to be a running back,
0: yeah, i mean he he takes direct snap, i mean
1: uh-huh
2: what.
0: Like ninety percent of his plays are in the snaps yeah. and, and draw quarterback mm-hmm. runs. I mean they're they're he almost does nothing else. So yeah, he, he I wonder
3: run. where he would be if he was a run like where he'd be ranked. Well he has like 50, tight end six or something right now. Well
2: he has fifty nine points, so wherever that is, which probably isn't super great for probably
3: around Najee Harris.
2: <laughs> <know. laughs> fifty nine points.
0: Khalil Herbert and Antonio Gibson.
2: Yeah. Okay. Interesting but Najee walk.
0: Harris is lower than that.
2: I think. It just baffles me. Uh, I think that's yeah, Najee interesting. Najee Harris
0: has
2: 51.6. Ooh, man. He stinks. Yeah, he's bad. RB1 there. Yikes.
0: So those are our
2: takeaways from week five and really the first five weeks altogether of the season. Um, We're ready to hit some power rankings.
3: Well, I wanted, I wanted, to, I put this question on the notes a couple of weeks ago, and I wanted to ask because it was right when all all the injuries started. If we're all sports fans here, so if you could erase one athlete's injury from their career and then watch their career play out, who would you choose? Maybe your favorite, one of your favorite athletes got injured early or something like that. Like not not necessarily this season, but just in general as a sports fan.
1: Hmm.
0: One thing I think would be interesting is, so so Drew Brees had he was in San Diego gets hurt goes to the Saints was much better with the Saints than he was with the Chargers. I wonder if he doesn't get hurt and he you know somehow stays or doesn't go to the Saints or whatever, if he's uh, as good as he was like is is Sean Payton just the perfect match for him. Um, I don't know, or maybe Peyton Manning would be cool to see him not have that neck thing. Hmm. But I don't know. I haven't thought about that at all. That's tough. Tough question.
2: Uh, There's two that come to mind. We're talking any sport, too, right?
3: Yeah, it can be anything. I mean, you know, I just I thought of it because of uh, just because of all the injury, big injuries we've had this year. But
2: I mean, I feel like a player. This is in football, but Andrew Luck. Yeah, I mean,
3: his career just. Was
2: completely over after that injury, and he was on pace to be a stellar quarterback. So that's one. Yeah. And then the other, um, I can't remember which way it is, and this is going to be bad. And I can't remember this, but didn't Steve Young come in for a quarterback that got injured? Did well, he, he replace for Joe like
0: Montana?
2: Exactly, that's what it was.
3: So I mean, if eh, Joe Montana, I think, his, I
0: think his career was fine.
3: Well, it, say, it, well, Tom Brady same came in for uh,
0: Drew Bledsoe. Uh, yeah, Drew yeah. Bledsoe. So if those guys
2: don't get injured, what happens to those guys' careers? Does it, does it yeah. get jump started? That type of thing. So it's not actually on the injury side, but it's on the player who replaced them. So that'd be what yeah. I'd say.
3: Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, there's a. Uh, that that's good from an nfl standpoint the the two guys that i thought of and and y'all are going to roll your eyes because they're both baylor guys RG3, rg3 yeah sure in the nfl rg3 i think i mean just i just would be curious to know if he didn't if he didn't struggle with injuries after his rookie year like where would he be you know um but then a guy in college at baylor uh was a quarterback named seth russell he was there when i was mm-hmm. there Um, really, I mean, just super athletic quarterback, really good. I mean, great passer, great, great runner just, and then he, he hurt, he like did something to his neck, got hurt and like his neck. I mean, he's, he's fine, but he couldn't play anymore. Um, and he was like, he was, I think had potential to be even better than RG three was at Baylor. So, um, Anyway, th- that's a guy I think of all the time. When I am I get bummed about players getting injured, I'm like, yeah, that's that stinks. I would have loved to see how his career played out in, in college and potentially NFL would have been really cool. So,
2: Yeah, and a, a guy I really feel for right now is Rashard Penny, man. He's been through. Yeah. And he got injured again, and it's going to be a hard injury to come back from. I mean, he's just had a rough go at it, and he keeps coming back. But, man, he's had some tough injuries. Yeah. But um, okay, we ready to roll with some power rankings.
0: Yes,
3: let's go. Will we'll, we'll one one that. quick question about your power rankings before you start? Let's say this was a dynasty league. Would you your would you go about your power rankings any differently in a dynasty league rather than a redraft league? Mm. Mm,
0: this is a good question. No. Okay, because it's a, it's per it's, it's based off that week to week basis. However, yeah. maybe I would do like a future rankings as well. Highlighting, yeah. oh, the the Randas are terrible this year, but they traded for Javante Williams and they've got four first round picks. They traded all their good players or whatever. Be perfect. Perfect for
3: that yeah. kind of thing. Hmm.
0: So okay, let's do it. We've got some movement in the tiers this week. You know, I'm still I'm sticking with this tier thing. I think it's good. Uh, we have some teams dropping tiers. We have some teams moving up tiers, I believe. Um, okay, we're gonna start with the bottom. Dave Arandas. They should argue it would be one spot higher, but it's just kind of fun to put him at the bottom. So, uh, a- admirable effort by the Arandas this week, but only the running backs and Cowboys D and Kicker did anything. The wide receivers and the flex and the quarterback were all terrible. So, it's really tough to win when your team does that poorly.
3: The quarterback Join- he traded for.
0: Exactly right. <laughs> joining, joining the Arandas in tier four. Average Joes. Ooh, this is a tough one. Losing by wow. point one to gangsters. Uh, this team did not play well. Now Austin Eckler was fantastic. Um, but the rest of the team really, really didn't do very well. Now, I think this team could easily move up because then DeMar Chase and AJ Brown at some point you gotta think they're gonna come alive, but they just haven't really done that on a consistent basis thus far as you might expect. So this team has dropped down to tier four with omar sorry joes next the team that beat joes by 0.1 points gangsters this team is all about travis kelsey and to a lesser extent devontae adams um deandre hopkins this team drafted uh, should come back i think in the next week or two uh which will hopefully help them out but really this is all about travis kelsey and this is the power of travis kelsey he can make you not worst place in your league basically on the zone. so pretty impressive there Number nine, Daddy Kyle, Uh, Alvin Kamara. We talked about him earlier. He had a good week this week. Daddy Kyle almost beat one of the best teams in the league. They lost by four points. Chris Olave was good. Dallas Goddard was good, but they just didn't have enough to beat DMC. Let's move on to the next one. That's the end of Tier Three. (laughs) Up into Tier Two, Maddie Ice and the Boys. Maddie Ice and the Boys. Man, what? Yeah, they're they're up into Tier Two, but this was a tough. Tough, week, A.J. Dillon stinks. Naheem Hines went out with injury. Terry Killen, Brandon Cooks are unpredictable at best. J.K. Dobbins got you 4.4 points in the flex. So, rough. you know, hopefully Keenan Allen and Jonathan Taylor can come back. But this team is Jalen Hurts right now. And he's really good, but he's not that good. Mm-hmm. The team that beat them, number seven, all my flexes live in Texas. Dalvin Cook was solid. Kareem Hunt is solid. That's about it. Now, Tom Brady had a good week this week. Hopefully, he can continue those kind of performances. But the wide receivers, particularly Michael Pittman, has been a little bit disappointing. He only yeah. got 10.9 points this week, um, 6.1 last week, and then 15, which 15 is fine, but he's only had one game over 20 points. Uh, that was week one. He was out week two. But hopefully, he can kind of bump, bounce back to that early, early you know week one form. Um, and C.D. Lamb only scored 10.3. Like, that's – not great. You hope for more from CeeDee Lamb. But, you know, he's only averaging fifteen. So you're gonna get ten point weeks with, with him and with Cooper Russia at quarterback. And since Cooper Rush will be the quarterback moving forward in Dallas, because you know he's better than Dak, <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to watch how that plays out. So uh number six, Funky Town Fellas. Uh this team actually had a pretty good week this week, but they just ran into a buzzsaw in the blue lineman. Leonard Fournette. You know, he continues to be pretty mm-hmm. valuable in fantasy. He's the seventh ranked running back, averaging 18.5 points. Hollywood Brown has been great. This was a Mike Williams boom week this week, but Darren Waller has not not been good. Yeah. Uh, he averages less than 10 points a game. And Christian Kirk, after a really hot start, has been pretty, pretty bad the last two weeks, scoring 8.3 and 2.1. So, really, Darren Waller and Christian Kirk need to step up in order for this team to make some noise. But... If they do, I think they can they can be pretty pretty good. So uh, next is number five, Birdman. Uh, this team is the Buffalo Bills. It's Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and Gabe Davis. Uh, this <laughs> week it worked great. You know they scored over 125 points. They played a pretty bad team, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, in in Chevy Gurley's, but really, I mean Ezekiel Elliott is terrible. Joe Mixon has not been like the Joe Mixon that. I know and love of last year who was a really good player. I've always loved Joe Mixon, but this year <laughs> he's not performed super well. So that's kind of a bummer, but the team they beat is number four and has dropped down into tier two with two weeks with like
3: Seven less than hundred points. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ter- terrible. Terrible. Um, Najee Harris has been garbage. Damian Harris scored 2.2 points this week. And is out uh, for a while. Yeah. Drake London was pretty good earlier in the season, and then he's not been good. Um, he had 12, 24, 14. And then the last two weeks, 3.7 and 7.5. Jerry Judy has also not been very good. Uh, you know, he's he had 21, 2, 3, 15, and then 8. So these wide receivers are very, very iffy. Um, so we'll see. Really, this team is, is Mark Andrews. And to a lesser extent, Kyler Murray, who's been fine. He He's positioned ranked five, averages almost 20 points. That's pretty good. Um, but, yeah, there's no real – and we talked about this earlier this season. There's no real superstars on this team. And they had Cooper Cup last year, which made all the difference in the world. And also, this team has lost two weeks in a row. They've been pretty terrible. And Chubby Gurley's has gotten quiet in the group chat, and I think everyone appreciates that. So um, let's hope Chubby Girlies keeps losing because – there's no more annoying winner than Chevy girlies, except for maybe number three who's in tier one, run DMC. <clears throat> now I've talked about this team ad nauseum. I think this is the best team in the league mm. with the exception of quarterback. And it's a huge, I talked about this earlier, it's a huge hole to fill because Lassie, you, you did quarterbacks five through 12, mm. Russell Wilson is 15th. So he's Goodness not gracious. even, he's not even in, <laughs> The top 12, the other other quarterback in this roster, Daniel Jones, is 14th. So it's just, it's it's tough sledding for this team from a quarterback perspective. I think, I think they should make a move. They have some decent players. Michael Gallup, um, that's about it on their bench. Not very good bench. They got to find some answer because, because, You know, in the standings, they're only let's see real quick. Sorry, one second. I should have had this prepared, but I did.
2: They're they're tied for the first overall.
0: Yeah, but in points four, they're they're third, and they're forty five points behind Blue Linemen, and about fifty five points behind the One Land Falcons in five weeks. So those are pretty big margins. So you know, you want to see them bump up into that you know top two range you gotta get better play from the quarterback. So, uh, number two, the William Falcons. uh, No real weaknesses on this team. You could maybe argue that tight end isn't great, but Gerald Everett has been fine. Um, Christian McCaffrey is the fifth ranked running back. Nick Chubb, number one ranked running back, Lamar Jackson, number two, ranked quarterback. That's a great start. And then you have DK Metcalf, 19th wide receiver, Tyler Lockett, eighth ranked wide receiver. And then Michael Thomas, who averages more than both of those guys with 17 a game. So, really, this is a really well-rounded team. Uh, Lamar has been a little bit concerning the last couple weeks. So you hope his play gets better, but it's a really good team. Excuse me. (coughs) We'll cut that. And then number one, the blue And This team had a really, really good week this week. It's Cooper Cup, Patrick Mahomes, Saquon Barkley, and Ramondre Stevenson? Yeah, that's right, this team's pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a, Stevenson had a great week, um, and I think this team is gonna win this next week, and we'll talk about that in a second. So I think they'll go to five and one. And they're gonna be probably first, or at worst, tied for first after next week, because um, they've got a good team. And and with players like Cooper Cup, Patrick Mahomes, and Saquon Barkley, especially the way Barkley's playing this season, this team's gonna be tough to beat. So those are the power rankings.
2: Okay. Okay, I have a few questions for you.
0: What's
2: that? I have one question, but right, go ahead, Honeycutt. So I think we all agree we don't really necessarily think Chubby's has that great of a team. No. Do you think they're ranked a little high right now? I know they have. <laughs> they might- I know they have three wins. I get that, but I feel like even with three wins, they could be middle of the pack at best. That's my question
3: too. Is how how is Chubby fourth in the power rankings? Yeah, so- seems.
0: A key component, high. a key component in my power rankings,
3: Point is points four.
0: four. Yeah, and Chubby mm-hmm. is fifth in points four. Didn't he have you one? Know, big you know deal? who's you know who's fourth in points four? The Dave Aranda's, shockingly.
3: Uh uh-huh. yep. you know. So it can't um, be that big of a factor. No, <laughs> that's I mean,
0: true. <laughs> look, Dave Aranda's is also one in four. Like they, they're they have a very bad losing record. According what are their to ESPN, point? their their playoff chances are thirty-six percent. So they're yeah. probably not they're they're well below fifty percent chance to make the playoffs. That's gotta factor in as well. <clears throat> so no. But I think you know, Chubby Girlies. you know, looking at their scores um real quick, they had one twenty six point eight in week one, which is pretty good, and then they had one fifty nine point four, and then week three, they had 144.2. So they had three really good weeks and then two really bad weeks. So yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of question marks around Chubby Gurley's now. Part of it, Cordell Patterson's been out. It's a huge issue. Cordell Patterson's the man. Um, but no, I think I think I expect this team to continue this slide.
2: Okay. Well, that's the only one. I'm kind of like, man, they seem high. All the other ones, I'm like, yeah, they're kind of in the right place.
0: But like to your point, they had three really good weeks, and uh-huh. they were they were number one in the power because they were, you know, really doing doing really well, having consistently very good weeks. But and we'd all said even terrible.
2: even with those high scores, we all said like, how is this team performing this well? So we yes, knew. and you
0: both love your teams before the season started, and you all are middle of the pack at best. So sometimes things don't play out like we see. Now you got. I thought there was no way Chubby goes were going to win the the league last year, and then That's true. So, because Cooper Cup continued on this tear, and then Jamar Chase emerged as, you know, yes, really but good just, receiver. He, so
2: I think we can all agree he does not have two players like that this year.
0: Uh, we've we've talked about that. I partially <laughs> agree, which is why I fully expect this team to continue to drop in the power rankings okay. moving forward. And in fact, sneak preview. Yeah. Chubby Girlies plays Daddy Kyle this week. Might mm. be a tough matchup, so we'll yeah. see. We'll see.
2: Interesting. Okay, thanks for the power rankings, and we'll keep an eye on those every single week and see where they are after this next week six. Um, What are we looking like for our matchup?
3: Matchup calls. So, uh, yeah, matchups. Um, I... Uh, or Honeycutt is, uh, still last. He's 11 and three, Boom. 11 is, and three. How am
1: I last? Oh, sorry. 11 and
3: 13. Sorry. <laughs> I was 11 and 13. Will is, uh, one game up, uh, at 12 and 12 okay. and I it's am not... a game up at 13 and 11. We're and all so you right guys there. All stink. You stink. Both of y'all stink. <laughs> one game stink. difference. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, it's a close, close race. Okay, for sure. So hey, we can, they uh, finish,
0: Do you know how they finished last season? Like, how close did they finish last season? Do you know? Uh,
3: I can pull it up. Yeah, let me pull it up. Because I'm curious
0: if we can expect yeah. this to to stay this way.
3: We all were pretty even in the last, or you know, for the most part. But it is. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Matchup tracker was. 43 and 35 was Will. Matthew is 40 and 38, and I was 42 and 36. So you only beat me by one game.
0: And then we beat Honeycutt by three games, is that right? Yeah. Or I beat him by three games?
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: That's tight. It's tight. We should start betting on fantasy football results.
3: (laughs) The lawyer from Texas says.
2: (laughs) There's nothing against the law with that, I guess.
0: I don't know. What are Texas's betting laws? I don't bet. So. I, I, don't, I, didn't I didn't
3: think you were allowed to bet in Texas. That's why I'm, I said that. But maybe I'm wrong.
0: Oh, I, I mean, know.
3: unofficially, you can. So we're we're not betting. We're not betting.
0: As I previously said, I don't actually bet. So there you
2: go. Disclaimer: <laughs> We're not betting. Okay, but we are this-
0: illegally streaming ESPN or uh, football <laughs> games on Sundays, right?
2: No one has ever said that they were doing that. That's Again,
0: Bryce Berry. Ask around Wooster, Arkansas, for the Wooster Daddy. They'll bring you right to him. Everybody knows him.
3: Uh. <laughs> That's good. Let's get into some uh, some matchups here. What do you say?
2: Yes, lead us through it, Lassie.
3: So let's start off. Uh, we're gonna do it a little bit different mm-hmm. since I'm leading this segment. I'm gonna do it a little bit differently here. Let's start off with I'm the unprepared. blue with the blue lineman versus Run DMC. Will, what do you got?
0: The blue lineman. uh this one's easy. <clears throat> and I'll tell you why this one's easy once I get it pulled oh. up, because like I said, I was unprepared. The buys. <clears throat> yeah, the buys killed DMC this week. Mm-hmm. So on buy, Run DMC has the following players, Derrick Henry, Almond Ross St. Brown, Damian Pierce, and then he has two other players, but that's that's going to be the killer. So he's going to start Rashad, Wright, Rashad White and Tevin Coleman at running back, which Tevin Coleman had a great week last week. I'm not banking on that to continue. And then he's got Amari Cooper, Justin Jefferson, and Michael Gallup. If he were playing other teams, I still might like him, but he's playing the blue lineman with Mahomes, Barkley, Stevenson, Cup. You know, all those guys. I'm I'm taking the lineman this week.
3: So, question: Do you guys like he's starting Edmund or he's starting Tevin Coleman over Chase Edmonds? Do you agree with that?
0: I mean, Chase Edmonds hasn't been very good. I mean,
2: I I just feel like. I, if I if I'm in his shoes, I'm probably also picking Coleman because the play script. San Francisco yeah. is known for running the ball. The Dolphins, I don't think they can hold up two running backs. They haven't shown I mean, that yet.
0: I mean, this is this is a throwaway week for Run DMC anyway. Yeah, like, he's he guessing. should fully expect to lose this game, and that's fine because every now in fantasy you've got these weeks. So yeah, I think you play Tevin Coleman because Tevin Coleman just scored twenty something points, and you hope that he can do it again. Chase Edmonds hasn't really done that at all this season, I don't think. The most points Chase Edmonds has scored is 15.7. 15. So, yeah, you kind of hope for yeah. a prayer there by uh, <clears throat> by Tevin Coleman.
2: Dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with the Blue lineman as well. I think Barkley and Cup are going to continue the tear.
3: That's yeah. about it. I agree. And if you look here, Blue Lineman is projected one twenty-four point nine and they have a they don't have a kicker. So I mean kicker <laughs> is kicker, but still you could add, you know, six to eight points to that. And um D, uh, DMC is is projected only one of seven. I, I don't think this one's gonna be I mean a lot of things, a lot of things have to go right for DMC and like Tevin Coleman has to play out of his mind and Rashad white needs to get all the carries over Leonard Fournette. It just, there's too much that needs to happen. Um, blue lineman, blue, I have a little blue, blue lineman in this one as well. So, yeah. righty, moving on to not your average Joe's versus our very own, the millennium Falcons, honeycutt. You're up.
2: Okay. Um, I am going to go with the millennium Falcons here. um, I like the matchup. <laughs> Even though I'm going to, I, two weeks ago, I would have never thought I was going to say that the Seattle Seahawks are going to have a great offense and you should play Metcalf <laughs> and Lockett in the same lineup. But
0: it's, what do you know? It's a beautiful world, isn't it?
2: Man, we were just talking a few weeks ago how that was your weak spot and now all of a sudden it's a strength. So I'm going to go with Millennium.
3: Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Falcons as well. I mean, they I, – I think, Will, honestly, I think you're being a little modest saying Bryce has the best team in here. I think you might have the best team in the league still, even losing Javante Williams. Um, I mean, you're just all – you really don't have a weakness. I mean, I would have said – I mean, I think two or three weeks ago I said you had a weakness in in your wide receiver two, which isn't really there anymore, and and tight end, which, like you said, ever ever has been good enough. Um. I just I just don't see you losing this one to um, to Average Joes. Now, I do think we're a little, you're a little bit low on Average Joes, just roster construction because mm-hmm. of the trade that he made with yeah. Dave us to get Austin Eckler. But I, it's still not going to be enough. Uh, the Falcons are going to take this.
0: Okay. We can hear it. I know. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm looking something up. Oh, come on
2: yeah. i would be interested if josh jacobs was inserted in the lineup and he didn't have a bye i mean but bye is a real thing uh for singletary i think this matchup would be a little closer
0: all right so i just did some quick math here the average position rank for my team as it currently is starting which is jackson mccaffrey chubb metcalf thomas everett lockett bucks d and evan mcpherson is 10.77, and that includes Michael Thomas being ranked 42nd because he's missed a couple games, even though he averages 17 points a game. So that's pretty darn good. If you take out, if you take out Michael Thomas and throw in Curtis Samuel, who's 17th, mm-hmm. my average position rank is 8th, which, yeah. which is pretty good. I'm I'm going with myself here.
3: So Yeah. That's a pretty easy one, I think. Mm-hmm. All righty, we're gonna go to Daddy Kyle versus the Chubby Girlies. Um, Will you take it from here?
0: Yeah, I'm going. I'm going, Daddy Kyle. I I think this team has kind of underperformed from a win loss record. Now they are starting Eno Benjamin at running back because they've got uh, <clears throat> the Detroit Lions and Jamal Williams on bye. But you know, I I think this team is probably better. Then Chubby Gurley's because Najee's been terrible. Damian Harris. I don't even know if he's gonna play this week. You know, they they'd have to play James Cook, otherwise. You know, Waddle, London, and Judy are super hit and miss. The only consistent role player on this team is Mark Andrews. And I think Kamara has a decent week. Um I'm gonna go with, with Daddy Kyle.
3: Honeycutt.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm also going with Daddy Kyle. I think it's gonna be close. No, not at all. Um, I think okay. Daddy Kyle would take this to the bank without a doubt if Chris Alave was, is completely healthy and is playing, but that's kind of iffy right now, um, but I still think Daddy Kyle is going to take it away.
3: I did hear, I did see today that he is in the third stage of, of mm-hmm. concussion protocol and is feeling no, or having no other symptoms, so that's a good sign mm-hmm. for sure, and it's not like he, it's not like it's a high ankle sprain or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, that is can be, I mean, concussions are serious, but it's, it, I feel like it's different than than something like that, you know. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah, I, I don't know how Chubby Girlies has gotten to where they are, uh, to be honest. I mean, three and two is, isn't like amazing, but uh, I don't know how they're fifth and points four. I, I, and I, I think Will's right. I think Daddy Kyle has been underperforming some and, and probably gotten unlucky. Uh, to some extent, having one and four, um, I'm not, I didn't look and see what their points against are, but or were they ranking points against? Maybe they've been unlucky. Um, I don't know. They're kind of kind of middle of the pack in points against. Anyway, um, yeah, looking here. I mean, is uh, is Connor hurt in Arizona? Is that why he's or is that why Kyle starting? Eno you know, Benjamin. There, do you guys know? Is he, well, he is, is Connor has- going to be out? I mean, besides he doesn't have anybody else. I'm, I guess I'm saying, like, is Con- is is Benjamin going to get the start? No, the I start? think
2: Connor's still in, but Benjamin has okay. looked good because Connor's yeah. been in and out. Yeah. But, you know, if Taysom Hill was a running back, man, you could put him in that spot and you could be a huge, huge reward, risk yeah. reward.
3: Yeah, I'm taking Daddy Kyle on this one for sure. I, I just think the Chubby Girlies are not a good team. I don't think they can put it together, so – Agree. Moving on, Maddie Ice and the Boys versus the Funky Town Fellas. Uh, Honeycutt, what do you got? I'm making you pick your game first.
2: Yeah, I am going to go with my team. And again, yep. Only reason I'm going to go is because Mike Williams. It's bus week time for Mike Williams, (laughs) and so that that is that is kind of what hinges uh, Funky Town Fellas. And he's had I think two or three back to back. Yeah, he's been he's
0: had several good weeks in a row. So,
2: so it's time, it's time for the dud, and that okay. takes me takes me over the top. Will,
3: what do you got?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go Funky Town, fellas, this week. Uh, on you, Leonard, Leonard Fournette has has been good. Raheem Mostert continues to kind of in, increase his load and his fantasy production. Hollywood Brown might be the best player in this matchup um, mm-hmm. from a fantasy perspective. So I think you know, and and when you look at the running backs, like I like Fournette and most are more than I like Taylor and Dobbins. They're still projecting Jonathan Taylor seventeen point one points. What what do we need to see in order to stop giving this guy that kind of credit? Like, and look, he's a good player. This things could change. I'm not writing him off completely, but well, like they
2: are playing Jacksonville this week.
0: <clears throat> yeah, but un, until until Jonathan Taylor shows me something this season, I'm going to be really hesitant to think he's going to score anywhere close to 20 points. So, and then Rondell Moore, you know, yeah, give me give me Funky Town.
3: Okay. I think I think Matty Ass and the boys are going to take this one. Uh, I think it'll be close because, like Will said, I mean, Funky Town has Justin Herbert, who's solid, Mostert, who's solid, Marquise Brown, who's also really solid. Those two players he got from the flexes, so automatically you know that means they're going to be performing really well because they left the flexes. Um Matty Ice has, I think, has probably the the uh, advantage here at quarterback for uh, Jalen Hurts over uh, Justin Herbert. Although Dallas defense is pretty yeah, good, so we'll I'm see. I'm worried about that matchup. How uh, how Hurts does. Um, what ha- like what's going on in Indy with their? Did they shake up their offensive line this year or something? Like, why is it so much worse? Why is Jonathan Taylor so much worse now than he was last year? Does anybody, y'all, have any any thoughts on that? Well, I would
1: right.
2: I would suspect that it was because they were loading the box, but then you sent that thing that just baffles me that yeah it's that way yeah but that's what I would say was man they're loading the box because they don't they can't pass the ball they don't have any pass catchers really.
3: Yeah, their offense
2: just looks terrible.
3: Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I'm I'm taking Maddie Ice in this one. I think it'll be close though. Um, uh, but yeah, Maddie Ice is going to take it. So uh, moving on to the Dave Arandas versus Birdman. Uh, um, will Will, what do you got on this one?
0: I, give me the Dave Arandas. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna step out because look, and I said this I said this before. I think Birdman is no actually scratch that. Give me Birdman. Because they're they're playing Kansas City. They're, they're playing That's Kansas City. Going to be it's gonna be, be the uh, divisional round two point So I think yeah. Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs are gonna go off. Oh my gosh. No, I, was just, go
2: I was waiting to chime me, in and say that. Give
0: me give me give me Bird. This one As I said earlier, weird. I was unprepared. Okay. <laughs>
3: Go for it! No, seriously. Yes. Last
0: night, last night I was up till one a.m. working and texting Kyle about fantasy football. So I did not <laughs> prepare because I was working.
2: So. Okay, well, to piggyback off what Will is saying, Birdman to the moon because to this the Kansas- moon to yeah because Kansas City this matchup with Buffalo and Kansas City is going to be crazy. There's going to be so many points can
0: scored. Can we talk about that? By the way. I'll let you finish, cut. But first, okay. let me let me. Do, why is first? this game? At, why is this game at four thirty or three thirty central? Like, should not this no be idea. like a Sunday night game? Like, what I are we doing like here?
3: That I agree. What are we, do we doing here? Our Monday night football. Why whatever. is it the Monday night game? Yeah.
0: It, yeah. D- night game. Wh- whatever. Why are we doing this? I agree Come with on, that. NFL. Get get your act together. You know, okay. you can text me. Lastly, we'll leave my number in the show notes. NFL, because I know you're listening. <laughs> Let me handle scheduling, because no one wants to watch this at 4:30 on Sunday. Hey, Amen. Watch it Sunday it's, night or Monday night,
3: especially with this bad, and or or Thursday night. I mean, the Thursday night games have been bad this, this year Thursday again.
0: Games have been terrible. It, it, who, it's
3: Chicago and who this week?
0: Oh, geez, uh, I don't know. It's terrible.
3: I don't know. It's, it's bad. NFL,
0: text me. I'm available. Well, I have a job, and I don't want my employer to think I'm soliciting a different job. But I'm available. Washington, Chicago, and Washington. That's terrible. What are we doing? So last
2: week was so bad.
0: That That is the epitome of a noon game that you see on red zone twice. Right, Honeycutt? You see on red zone like twice. (laughs) Correct.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because the kicker kicked like a fifty-five yarder. Right. Like that. Uh...
0: That that has no business being a (laughs) primetime game. And I understand. I think they have the rule where like you can't have teams playing Thursday night, whatever. But like, if you are going to have the Bears or the Commanders, have them play a team like the Ravens or the Rams or Kansas City or Buffalo or Tampa or whatever. Like, put them against a good team if you have to have a bad team on that Thursday night. Because yeah, jeez, yeah, I mean this is
2: so again, terrible.
3: Birdman to the moon. He's going to yep.
2: destroy the Dave Arandas.
3: This one's not going to be close. Birdman, big. I think in the last time uh, our our other podcast host said that, Birdman actually lost, but it's not going to happen this time. Birdman to the moon, is, baby. Yeah, to, to the moon, the moon, moon. for Birdman. All righty, and last but uh, certainly not least, uh, All My Flexes Live in Texas versus uh, Gangsta's Paradise. Honeycutt, who you got? I think this is gonna be a really close one.
0: No. Um, stop, money No.
2: I think it, it it could be a close one, but I'm gonna go with Flexus. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well. If this is a close game, Lassie, you should quit fantasy football. Wow. This dude starting David Montgomery, Randall Cobb, and Marvin Jones Jr. <laughs> Give me a <laughs> break. Oh my god. Goodness.
2: Oh man. Those Get players this. have all True. been good at some point this year.
0: Devontae Adams is on bye. No. Give me <laughs> give me uh flexes. And if uh if flexes lose, we'll need to find a new hot podcast house, Tony Cat. Because
3: he oh <laughs> he
0: will have quit fantasy football uh for losing this week. So
2: I mean he can't control what the players do,
0: obviously, so he See, that's the that's the talk of a manager who does not have faith. <laughs> I knew in what doing. Will was
3: <laughs> going to say that. Oh, you said it, my buddy. You can't say stuff like that to Will. Oh my, be Like, well, that's a, that's not no, a champion. State, no blah, blah, blah. excuses. Oh, blah. Exactly up. right.
0: <laughs> oh, Listen, I will, oh, I no. will, Tyler Lockett, to be first in open score every single week. I mean, gosh, Every whatever. week.
2: You
3: call him before he goes out and laces it up and give him a pep talk.
0: We're, we're penthouse. Wow. Okay. Great.
3: Yeah, I'm taking my team flexes in this one. Uh Gangsters, it's rough out there when you have to start those guys that Will said. I mean, you know. Maybe they put it all together at one time, but I doubt it. And but maybe I'm Travis really, Kelsey,
0: maybe Travis Kelsey will score six touchdowns again, on, yeah. on seven catches with eight yards. <laughs> so you know, yeah. I've been wrong
3: before. And C.E.H.
2: has a better week. And I mean, Bob leads the Green Bay and <coughs> there's
3: there's a pass, but I don't, I just don't see it happening. And yeah. I'm excited to see Ken Walker in Seattle. See what he can do. I mm-hmm. he has a lot of hype. Hopefully, he lives up to it. Um, I, I was, you know, I, I was just, I just am excited to see what he can do uh, with the with the backfield there. Um, and you're and we'll we'll hit on Michael Pittman and CD. They've both been pretty disappointing uh, lately, which is a, a big bummer. So, I probably need to to roll back my comments on uh, on Matt Ryan. Because even though Marcus Mariota is still bad, I maybe would rather have Marcus Mariota than, than Matt Ryan. Because I man. watched that game, I it's watched his, game and it, he is he is a, oh my goodness, it is bad. bad He's a bad. turnover machine. Yeah, he is horrible. So
2: I I think you may have a a big still in Walker. I think it, that could change your whole season
3: that well I'm, I'm super i'm super pumped to have him because if if he can be what i think he's going to be and what not just me but a lot of a lot of people uh, in the fantasy world think he's going to be it allows me now to not have to play kareem hunt as the rb2 which he i was never intending to try to play him as rb2 you know what i mean mm-hmm. i've been depending on him as rb2 because travis etn d- hasn't worked out which maybe that's shifting a little bit in, in yeah. jacksonville he's starting to, to get some more run which has been cool to see so i think the future is potentially bright for my team but we'll see i mean i'm dependent on a lot of things you know it's ken walker could be a total bust you never know i mean he he finished strong last week um after penny went out but um you just never know but there's there's a lot of hype around him so i'm excited to have him on my team yeah i got him in that that trade with lance so
2: yeah we'll see how it pans out um
3: so, yeah, we all picked the same, uh, except Will picked um, Funky Town over Matty Ice. This is, wow, that make is up
0: my game, dude. That is the
3: only difference. <laughs> Shoot. So, that is it.
2: So, I can, get, I can move up to second place. He loses
0: that. Tied for.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> tied for.
0: Oh, tied for. That's right. Tied for
2: second place, yeah. Bummer. I can catch back up. All right. Well, thanks for leading us through that, Lassie. And then uh, we want to go through the buys real quick. We we should have mentioned this probably before we picked matchups, but Lions, time, Texans,
0: Raiders, Titans. Yep. There
2: you go. Those are our buys. And then what about next week? What are our buys um, like? going ahead and thinking about that? Next
3: week is the Bills, the Rams, the Vikings, and the Eagles.
2: Ooh, Birdman's gonna be
3: in trouble next week. Who Throwaway plays? Throwaway game for Birdman. I hope I do. I hope I do. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's
2: funny. I'm like trying to look it up right now. Probably should focus.
0: I got you, dude. Daddy Kyle, congrats on the win next week.
2: <laughs> Bummer.
3: <laughs>
0: you you need it. Oh man, gosh, I need it. Who
3: who has all his players out? Oh, Bryce. I'm probably playing Bryce next week. No,
0: next week you play. Ooh, the blue lineman. I probably play Bryce That's next tough. week. No, no you already, play play.
3: I think gangsters. Play oh yeah. I'll take that. So let's go on to our uh, week seven matchup previews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and pick those.
2: All right. Well, uh anybody got any uh closing statements?
3: Order. I do. I put this on here, but I wasn't able to do the last one. I have one thing I wanted to to, to tell, okay. or ask you guys. So Take a little bit away. of a quarterback career comparison here. So quarterback, the first quarterback, quarterback A, his career, 23,443 passing yards and 154 touchdowns. Quarterback B, career, 23,996 passing yards and 174 touchdowns.
0: But he's what's like our, relatively recent or yeah, like what's our a, era? history. Yes. Yeah,
3: not era. not history, relatively recent. Are they still both playing? One of them is still playing. One of them is still playing.
0: These aren't Geno Smith. These young these numbers are probably too low for him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, are we talking about like a a Tom Brady and a Peyton Manning?
0: No way, dude. 174 touchdowns. They did little, like fifty in one season.
2: Okay. Well, wow. um, so these is are like one of average. them. Jared Goff. No.
0: I don't know. That's one's retired.
3: One's retired. Is one Troy Aikman. No. Re- more recent than that. I'm, I'm more recent I'm, than that. I'm good. <laughs> Quarterback A is Jay Cutler with the Bears.
0: Oh, so, so the best. <laughs> Quarterback Love A Jay is
3: Jay Cutler. Cutler's. He's the leading Bears passer with that many yards and touchdowns. That's 23,443 yards and 154 touchdowns. Quarterback B is Tom Brady's career over 40. <laughs> oh,
1: Tom Brady, awesome. it
3: just over 40, just over 40 years old would be the Bears leading passer by 500 yards and 20 touchdowns. So I was somewhat right. I said him. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh. It just anyway, I I saw that on Twitter last week, and I was like, I've got to mention this in the podcast because that is crazy, just kind of hilarious.
2: And how old is he right now?
3: Forty five. Yeah, so that's five years. Five years. <clears throat> yeah, I almost Dang. caught with the Bears like
0: seven or eight years, probably
3: something like that. Yeah, yeah, because he was in he, he was in Denver, Denver first, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: and he didn't play very long. I mean, it was over a decade, probably, but not much longer.
3: Yeah so yeah anyway fun little tidbit there
0: yeah
2: well and lastly you want to tell the folks how they can get connected with us
3: sure yeah so we uh you know are not super active on the social medias but would love to connect uh underscore pod on instagram and twitter or shoot us an email we're also not very active except all the um you know twitter uh policy updates that we get on our in our gmail F- ffl dot at gmail.com No one ever sends us mailbag questions, but we would love to have them if you do. It can be literally anything, like what is the best flavor of Dorito? Or it could be about fantasy football. So literally send us any kind of mailbag question. We'd love to answer your questions and give you a shout out on the podcast.
2: All right. Well, keep it chilling, my friends.
0: Wait, I have something. Dang, dude. Or something like that. Uh Honeycutt, while you're watching the Saints, while you're watching the out of market Saints Bengals game Sunday at noon, legally, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh look for me in the stands. I'm gonna be going to the game. Nice. So it's at the Superdome in New Orleans. Okay. I can see my Saints versus my man Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. So I'm super excited. Yeah, oh, we're great. we're going for um a couple things. My my brother's daughter, so my niece turns one and then uh Lauren actually my wife got me this for uh, Father's Day. So super nice. super pumped to go to the game. Nice. Should be a good time. Uh but yeah, it'll be fun.
2: Yeah, we're getting to see some LSU players. We're getting to see Jamar Chase, Burrow, that's cool.
0: I know, and I you know, the Bengals have been underwhelming this year. The Saints have probably been about what I expected, honestly. So uh you know, hopefully it should be a pretty good game. I think it'd be fun. So and I've only ever been to one Saints game before, so this will be exciting.
3: Nice. Well, it's always cool to be able to go and see in person, you know, I mean, just the talent like Jamar Chase is, you know what I mean? Like he's a, he's a, I mean, just a, could be just historical talent. So that's always, I mean, that's always fun to be able to go see a guy like that play.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, it should be a really good time. I, I will need to, I hope the Superdome has good cell service because I'm going to be checking my score frequently <laughs> uh, to make sure I'm beating the the bottom feeder average joes the below average joes
3: so do we want to do a live uh, pod from the stadium
0: i can i can i can call you last and leave you a voicemail and you can paste <laughs> something it. in
3: yeah yeah give us our live
2: feedback on the players sounds good all right well thanks for joining us on this week's podcast episode six keep it chilly my friends
0: peace out Seek the win-win, look for me on TV, legally, Honeycutt, and uh, yeah, Dynasty
3: League. Dynasty. Dynasty.